0: continue with the harsh rebuke but also with consolation and halfway through the chapter we actually move into the Haftorah that we read on Yom Kippur morning. It's a pretty powerful stuff. Here we go, chapter 57 of Yeshayo, 57 out of 66 so we're getting close to the end but still quite a bit to get through. Here we go. We were talking about leaders who are totally lost, literally wasting their time, corruption, drinking. The righteous is lost and no man takes it to heart. avad ve'ein ish Men of kindness are taken. They die with no one understanding the connection between the death of the righteous and the tragedies that they are going through. They do not understand that it is due to the evil in the world that the righteous are the righteous are taken. And here's a verse that we sometimes say at funerals May the righteous individual depart for his final resting place in peace. Um, or the, the man who walks in righteousness, may they finally rest in peace. Okay. Now, the Atam Comes like this, he says, those who remain, those who didn't die, approach here, receive what you deserve, or listen to what I have to tell you. You are children of a soothsayer, um, or uh, children of an unstable woman. Even worse, you are zera Mina'if, descendant of an adulteress who has strayed, or an adulterer who committed adultery. Pretty uh, harsh stuff. For whom do you delight with your fancy speech? Who do you open your mouth and extend a tongue? Aren't you children of transgression, descendants of falsehood? Where's your arrogance coming from? Aren't you those who inflame yourself amongst the terebrinth, those trees passionately practicing your your idolatrous ways or adultery ways? Under every flourishing tree, aren't you the slaughterers of children and the ravens under the crags of the rocks? Child sacrifice, unfortunately, was very popular in that time, as we see many times in Tanakh about the Molech and other such ways. Verse 6. With the smooth stones of the raven is your portion, they are your lot. Basically, that's where you did all your sacrifices. Um and all your terrible ceremonies. Also to them, you poured a libation, which is like a a drink, wine, etc., that they would pour for the false gods, offering up a meal offering. Can I relent with regards to these practices? Halal Eila and achem? can I ever forgive? Can I ever get over this? Not only in the valleys, but also on a lofty high mountain, you placed your bed. There too you ascended, not to view or for, you know, just to, to relax, but to slaughter an offering. And behind the door and the doorpost, you placed your commemoration in your devotion to these idols. For you exiled yourself from me, God, and you went up and departed from me. You broadened your bed and created a space between us filled with foreign entitles, entities. You established a covenant with them. You loved their bed whatever you, wherever, which, wherever you saw it fit for idolatry. In other words, you, you literally squeezed it wherever you could. You sent tributes of fine oil to the foreign king and multiplied your spice blends for him. You sent your representatives far and you descended even to the netherworld. You literally went down. You literally, there was no place too low for you. You were wearied in your multitude of ways. You wasted your energy, but despite this, you did not say despair. Law you never gave up. You found your strength. You experienced some success and therefore you did not fall ill. Basically you thought, Oh, I'm having a bit of success. Why do I have to stop what road I go? For who were you concerned that were you afraid that you were compelled to act in such a deceitful manner? I see you didn't remember me. Sam you didn't take it to heart. Is it not because I have always been silent that you did not fear me? I will proclaim your righteousness and your action and teach you how to act so that you should be well. But they will not avail you because you refuse to listen. Your gathering will deliver you with your outcry. You organize large gatherings to cry out, My people. For so said Hashem. Here things come a little more comforting, but there's still a, a bit of rebuke. The exalted are most high. Kichoy ram venisa. Sheyche enad. He who dwells forever up on high. And holy is his name. Exalted and holy, I will dwell in the greatest heights. But at the same time, I will be with the downtrodden and humble. V'estaka Ushvalroch, I'll be with the people who are low. To invigorate them, revive their spirit, to revive the heart of the downtrodden. I will not fight forever. I will not contend forever. And I will not be eternally angry. For the spirit of man will become weak. And submit before me. Or eventually they'll, they'll come back. And I will not destroy the souls. For I have made them. I made many souls. Just on those three words. an um, incredible amount of commentary. I mean... The whole first part of Tanya, Lekutti Amarim, is based on the idea that there are souls, not soul. And he understands it not. In other words, you could simply read the verse that there are many souls because there are many people. But the way the Kabbalah understands this word, each person has two souls, and that's understanding of the godly soul, and the animal soul, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So here, from like a seemingly off-topic verse, like whatever, just like three words, I made souls that you know that I made them. That I will not destroy them because I love them. So the whole Tanya comes out of it. I was angry because of the iniquity of his greed and I smiled and concealing my face and being angry. Anger is the concealment of Hashem's face. And the sinner went wayward in the way of his heart. You understand now why it's it's Yom Kippur theme. Even though he rebelled against me and I hid my face, I saw his evil ways. I will... Heal him from his pain. I will guide him on the proper path. Pay condolence for his pain, even though he's undeserving. And I will pay condolence to the mourners. Which is one of the sources that you have to literally go comfort the mourners. We say the next verse on Saturday night. Creator of the expression of lips. Hashem created speech. He decrees that the mourners and those who suffer will yet experience speech of healing and peace. Shalom, shalom, la peace, peace for those who are far, and for those who are near. Amar Hashem, so says God, urefasiv, and I will heal him. But the wicked are stormy like the sea, as it cannot rest. And just as the water constantly expels mire and mud, mire and mud, so too the spirit of the wicked person is constantly provoking them. There is no peace for the wicked, unlike the righteous. And then we continue to chapter 58, which is still part of the Haftorah. Actually, the whole chapter um, is part of the Haftorah, as we will continue.